And next, we turn the microphone to Joan Eason, who works behind the scenes to keep our Wednesday program going. Joan is a musician, and we're excited to speak with her about music and studying at Schenectady County Community College. Welcome, Joan. Hello. (laughs) So just to recount the first time that I met you was uh, a very musical association. You jumped on stage for the soundcheck for Taina Seeley to play the congas, which is how we found out that you are pretty talented uh, on percussion instruments. So how how many instruments do you play? Let's start there. Um, it's kind of just like whatever gets thrown at me on a given day. Um, so it's mainly, like right now, mainly I'm studying marimba and mallet percussion, but... Um, yeah, I studied congas one uh, years ago and um, up until a few years ago and then uh, started studying like classical percussion here. And now it's just pretty much like every time I get into an ensemble, there's like some new thing that I like. It's like, here, you have to play a vibraphone with a violin bow. And like, yeah, um, so it's a lot. I haven't actually tallied it up. <laughs> so I understand you've worked with uh, one of the prominent Congo players uh, from the capital area. Uh, who was that, and uh, what was uh, learning with him like? Um, so he was a teacher at RPI. Um, his name was Eddie Knowles. He was also the vice president at the time when I was there. Um, he was uh, just a born in New York City and came up here to... Um, I think he was, I don't know how he got the vice president position, but one of his stipulations is that he t- teach an Afro-Cuban percussion class. So I took the class with him, and then after I graduated, I kept in touch with him and kept coming um, and going to his rehearsals with his um, uh, alumni group called Ensemble Congueros, who I don't even know if they're still around now. Um, he passed about two or three years ago. It was right during the peak of the pandemic um so yeah i haven't kept in touch with any of much of them since then but um yeah it was uh that was a cool way that got me excited in like an entirely different type of music that even after i left the area for a while i still found a different um independent instructor that just taught me from his um like out of his studio in his basement and so i just kept studying while once i was working um, in a really boring corporate job. So for the amount of instruments that you play, is it? can I assume that you have just a natural sense of percussion? And is it practicing? Is it natural talent? Um, no, it's definitely not natural. Um, if you had seen me if like a year and a half ago, like... My main instructor now still just laughs. It's like, wow, you couldn't even read a note. Like, I couldn't, because, um, like, Latin percussion is all verbal and, like, taught to you. Just, like, they play the rhythm, you play it back. So this was an entirely different thing. Um, no, I... Oh, is I, it, like, speaking, right? Making the instrument speak? Th- yeah, and they'll, like, sing the rhythm to you, and you sing it back sometimes. So it's, it's a lot of that way, whereas... So for this, I had to, I'm studying, I'm practicing at least two hours a day, like minimum of two hours a day. And uh, there are some days where I've put in like four or five hours and just looked up and like, ah, because um, I really came in knowing 
to the program I'm in now, I came in knowing like nothing. Like I cannot stress like how little I knew. And it was only because I had the privilege to, after the first year that I was there, kind of commit full time to just studying music. And um, I was just, I had the time to put in, but it's pure, like anyone who puts in the time, like will get considerably better and will get way better than they think they can even be if they just practice. Um, that's my biggest thing. Um, and I'm sure if my Dean hears this, he'll be like, good, good, you said that. We were just telling everyone um, because it's really like, there aren't enough people at the, like there aren't, there should be more people practicing there as like, as there are some who are there, but like it's, you can tell when people are practicing and it's not anything about being natural. It's just like commit to the time and deal with the fact that some of it's going to be boring and rote, but that's to get you to the fun stuff. So you've been an engineer every Wednesday for quite a few months here at the, uh, the sanctuary. Uh, for the Hudson Mohawk magazine, you know, if you were talking to other students, you know, what would you say to them or some of the benefits of doing this type of volunteer work? And would you encourage others to follow in your footsteps? Um, yeah, we're trying to actually get a few other students from SCCC here too. Um, it's been super useful just because it's kind of, um, it's a live environment you're working in. You're working on an actual switchboard. You have kind of the timing component where it's, you know, at school, you know, you might have like a week to work on a project or something and you can fiddle and stuff. But here it's like you kind of get used to, nope, something's happening at six o'clock on the dot and we're going to start on the dot. And um, having that like pressure, but it's a little more lower stakes than being in like a live music venue. So, um, yeah, it's a really good place to get your hands on things and getting used to working in like an environment where you have to kind of be flipping switches while people are talking and like kind of having like your brain on two different devices at once sometimes. So um, I think it's really useful just to yeah have that kind of hands-on experience that you really, otherwise you have to kind of like other places you, yeah, um, it's really hard to find any opportunities in the region that you can kind of get hands-on experience unless you're really, really trying to beat the door down. And what is the program that you're a uh, part of at Schenectady County Community College? Um, so I'm doing two programs, the per, uh, classical percussion and then the audio technology program, which is um, studio production, so learning how to mic uh, instruments in a, a studio setting, doing live sound, so learning how to route music through a PA and that sort of thing. That's kind of how I started here was doing that live show you mentioned at the beginning. Yeah, you were um, showcasing Troy Pohl, right? Yes. Oh, shadowing, I mean. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's... Uh, yeah, it's just a really great program that gets you a lot of hands-on experience. And, um, and yeah, the head of the department there, Sten I. Soxen, is just um, an incredibly knowledgeable person who will, like, just throw stuff at you as soon as you're like, oh, you know how to do this. Cool. Here's everything. And, like, um, so, yeah, it's great. So when you uh, finish up, I believe um... – perhaps in the semester at Schenectady Community College. What's your next plans with your, your music and audio career? 
Um, so I'm applying to a few SUNY schools. Um, SUNY Purchase is the one I'm waiting to hear back from. That's the, like, would be probably my the pick that I really like the most. Um, and then University of Hartford is the other one that is the other big. So I'm just kind of trying a different a few different places around here. Unfortunately, the one music program that would have been in the region is no longer here um, for a four-year program. So it's kind of a big, like, it, it's kind of something that that whole school is kind of having to deal with is that there's no, like, four-year program to, like, have teachers come into the um, Albany school system. Now they have to go somewhere else and now there isn't a grad program because St. Rose was the only grad program so if teachers need to get their grad certification then they have to also go somewhere else or study something that's not music so um yeah it's I would love to find I would have loved to have had somewhere to study in the region to keep studying but there's just nowhere else anymore after St. Rose shut down mm. so we only have a minute left uh I'm curious to know, how has this work, playing music and also uh, the, your studies at SECC, changed your view on the world? How do you walk down the street differently through what you're learning? Um, you know, I it, the first time I went to college, I wasn't probably mature enough to do it, so I didn't learn how to do any of the networking. I was really insulated and didn't connect with a lot of people. And um, at SEC, like this school, it's a little smaller so it's kind of you have like you bump into people so often that you just have to get to know them in a way um so just being able to connect with people who are very coming from like very different walks of life than what i'm coming from and just kind of getting that sort of exposure and just learning like also just seeing how younger people are like seeing the world and being like oh yes they're hopeful and like not cynical and like i should learn a little bit of this from them and take this with me um, so that's been really cool too. And yeah, just also realizing like, oh, if I put a lot of effort into something, I'll be able to actually excel and I can do whatever I want to do if I just do the effort. Joan Eason, thank you so much for letting us interview you and for engineering our Wednesday programs. Thanks.